Hello, and welcome to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I am Steph, and I'm the owner and creative director of Vim. Vim's mission is to showcase the enthusiasm and passion of business leaders nationwide. I cannot wait to have you listen to the show and stick around. At the end, we talk a little bit about how you can be my next guest. All right, we are back with another episode. I'm so excited. We have Dean Soto with Pro Sulem. Um, he's also a podcast host, which is so exciting to have you on uh, as a newbie myself. I just love getting to glean from other hosts and I'm just a natural learner, so I love it. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I, if anyone has been listening, to past episodes, you're going to realize that I'm flipping the script a little, <laughs> flipping the script a little bit today, uh, unrehearsed. Dean has no idea what I am talking about, but we're going to roll with it. And I'm going to dive in with one of my harder questions. Jeez. You're probably, yeah, exactly. You're like, you could have warned me for that one. <laughs> no, but I really think that this question naturally will lead into what we typically start with. Um, and so I just think it's a good way to, to go. And I, I want to just start with Dean. What is your why? Oh, that's <laughs> a, uh, I actually have. That's good. That's actually good. So I have a totally I actually have two whys. I have a selfish why. Ooh, I love that. Literally 100 percent selfish. And then the other one is actually much more altruistic. It's kind of along the same vein. But uh, I have always since i can remember even in 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 middle middle school elementary school and so on and so forth i am naturally lazy and i mean it's i am like unapologetically lazy i will find the fastest easiest way to get something done or hand it off as <laughs> fast as possible and it allows me to do what i want and uh, a friend of mine richard matthews he he coins the term aggressively lazy. So I will work as hard as I can to never have to do something again. And that allows me to go on vacation. Like next week, I'm going mm -hmm. on a beachfront vacation to Newport Beach, California with my family. I'm, I have a business meeting down there that's about three days with some high-level business people that are much further along than I am as well, which is great. And so all of that allows me to have the time to do podcast interviews to do things like this earlier today i went to uh, take my one of my my second eldest daughter to the orthodontist and then after that we went and had crepes and then we went and had ice cream and got to spend four or five hours with her in the morning just doing whatever you know and so that's my selfish one but the altruistic side is i i know that everybody else can do that and i want everybody else who's in my sphere to have the opportunity to do that i enjoy working i love working i love working on things that are exciting and that i'm passionate about and so on and i want others to be able to do that exact same thing and not just grind on the mundane 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 stuff and so whether it's creating systems or delegating or finding some automated tool to do something that's teaching people or helping people to do that is my ultimate why because i know that when they're free they'll actually help with my selfish why as well so they kind of play into each other i love it 
I absolutely love it. And that, you know, we don't even know yet what you do, right? We don't know. We know Pro Sulam is something, right? We know you're a podcast host. But what I love is, okay, there's some things I like that Dean's spending time with family. I'm a family person. I'd like to be able to do that. I'm like intrigued, right? Uh Uh, And then he's also got this giving back piece. Well, if he gets it, other people should get it. So that leads me to my next question is, where does the passion to give, where does the passion for either of those whys come from? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I don't, I've always wanted to help people ever since I was young. And I, I grew up being like hating. This sounds super weird the way that I'm going to say this, but it's the way it is. I hated the fact that I had no clue what I was doing. I didn't know if I was going to be a doctor, a dentist, a all these things that my family said I should be. I was a generalist. I didn't, I honestly, I would start something I wouldn't finish and I move on to the next and next, next. And I thought it was a curse. Mm. Ultimately. I thought literally up until about 29 years old, I'm 41 now. I thought, is someone coming to my office? <laughs> I'm on a podcast. <laughs> Work from home life, pros and cons. Um, here, can you call? Uh, yeah, just take uh, take my phone and I'll let you in. I have to move my Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> just take uh, my phone; it's the key. I didn't the life in. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I have uh, some contractors doing some things. No worries. So, uh. So yeah, so I was a generalist and I'm like, you know, this, I for a long time I just thought it was it was I wasn't going to go anywhere. And then through a ton of hard work and through one starting my business when I already had a family which was hard enough as it is, I had to figure out how to not spend t- so like literally to have two full-time jobs or more. And eventually I figured out how to do it for my own sake so that I can support my stay-at-home wife support my now nine kids and yeah and be able to just do eventually do what i wanted it was hard in the beginning but essentially everything was about it it really focused my mind on moving from money making money to time how can i I maximize my time as much as possible what am i spending my money on that'll help me to save time things like that and so once i figured that out i'm like dude there's so many other husbands wives and just single even single entrepreneurs who need that type of mindset that type of help and so it it kind of my whole business kind of that which you know it's it's the best part is when people actually use what i have and they start spending a ton of time on their on the stuff they're actually passionate about so so yeah yeah. so one of your passions is time you're passionate about time big time it's funny my uh, just to give you an example of how literally i know that the the, it's probably not the best term how nazi i am (laughs) it's okay like spending time like this if you were like dude if you're a dean hey can i have two hours of your time and we'll talk generally i'd be like yeah no problem because we're like you know this is important to me and this is something that's i enjoy yeah uh there you know 
two two hours on a on an operations call or something like that. No agenda. <laughs> go, but I'll give you a, just a, a slight example. And some people are going to think I am wasteful with my money. Some people are when you hear this, you're going to think, "Whoa, you are, you are." Uh, 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 I don't know what you would call, but but. So my wife goes and orders a dollhouse on Amazon for one of my uh, younger daughters. And it was Amazon's choice. So it must be good, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I see and, where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets it. And the directions suck. Half of the thing's breaking as she's building it. She's like, hey, can you help me build this thing? And I'm sitting there for 20 minutes trying to figure out how to how to build the thing and I'm, I'm screwing in this one screw and because the stuff's so cheap if you unscrew the screw and try and oh. put it back in it can't catch and so oh, now i have to go and tape things up or whatever i literally told her i'm not wasting my time on this anymore it's going to take me two three hours to do i'm not wasting my time on this throw it away and order a real wood thing and she's like, no, no, you know, it costs X amount of dollars and so on. I'm like, I don't, you literally have cost me thousands of dollars already by my time. No, just throw it away and order another one. And she's learned by now that I will not relent. I will grab the thing myself. I will go and toss it. I'll burn, <laughs> I'll burn it on our burn pile. I don't care what it is. It's gone. And some people might think that's wasteful, but I'd rather waste a hundred dollars on a new like mm -hmm. on getting a new one so two hundred dollars hey thank you so much you're the best oh no no it's all good <laughs> i love technology see like even with that <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i'd rather spend though that literally 200 100 wasted right than you know my time which has become much much more valuable than that so uh, well and it's not just your time right it's your your daughter's and maybe even your wife's time of seeing totally. you frustrated, right? Totally. Seeing you frustrated, seeing you flustered, not spending quality time. And so not only do you gain by spending a little, you know, and you don't know, right? Amazon's choice. I fall for that all the time. Um, <laughs> but not only do you gain a higher quality product, you you gain more quality time when said product comes in and you actually get to like see your daughter playing with it. Play with her instead of building it and having exactly. it fall apart. Exactly. Uh, I don't, you know, everyone knows that time is valuable, right? There's the saying, you know, time is money. And, but for any, I, I, you're the first to have come on and have had the answer of like, where does passion come to, so, you know, to sign kind of a give weight to your why and really hone in on that element of time. Oh, that's cool. Yes, I'm the first. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. also, I mean, you have such, glaringly obvious reasons why i mean nine kids family business i mean i'm sure podcast you know you i think you had mentioned a couple businesses podcast hosts yeah. so time is absolutely of the essence um not that it isn't for everyone but you yeah. are able to like really hone in on if i don't lock down time and maximize time then I'm I'm just going to be spinning all the time. Is that kind of how you felt? Hundred percent. And it's funny because I actually have a lot of time on my hands in the sense of I can do whatever I want now. 
I, even though I have a multinational business, I literally have hundreds of people around the world working for me, Hun uh, hundreds of clients around the world that are my clients. But I, I can do es essentially whatever I want. Mm -hmm. anyway, when we get off this podcast, I'm going to be watching my kids for the next uh, when we get off like two or three hours because my wife's taking my one of my daughters to her dance class that's in this city. Yeah. He, but it's not that it's 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 not that because my schedule is booked up, I need to be really Nazi ish with my time. It's more of that time is so valuable that if you're not like ruthlessly mm -hmm. ruthlessly seeing it as valuable and that it's more valuable than money, you can always get more money. This is this is not from me. This is <laughs> This is from Peter Drucker, ex effective executive. Read that book a long time ago, and it stuck with me. But you can always get more money. I can literally go to the bank right now, apply for a line of credit, get you know a couple uh, thousands of dollars to right. get it for my business. And it sounds yeah, that's nice and easy to do, but it's honestly what you can do. Right. Whereas with time, it never comes back, and so. The more practice you have with this, it's cool because now you can build businesses. A lot of people look at Elon Musk and they think Tesla. And then oh, then they're like, oh, yeah, yes, SpaceX. Oh, but they don't realize that he also has literally 12 other companies. Boring company. He has all these other companies. Same thing with Jeff Bezos. He has Zappos, Whole Foods, Amazon, uh, 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 Basecamp he's an investor in now. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. Which I didn't know that they're they're actually one of my I didn't heroes. There. <laughs> uh, so on and so forth. And dude, that that's when you have that mindset, then you can start building around. You can build a bigger business when you focus your mind like that. So yeah. So how did you take these like this altruistic why, this selfish why, or this personal why? What did you called it a selfish why? Did I say that word or did you? Selfish. <laughs> yeah. I have I I have a selfish why too, so I'm not judging. Um, I love it. Um, and then also, right, what you're passionate is about. Okay, time. So it's like, how did these three, these two whys and this one passion, and I'm sure you have more passions, but right, let's focus on that. How did those collide and come to be to create pro sulum? And what is that? And how are you helping, like you said, hundreds of clients across the country with time? Yeah. So two things that I quickly realized when I built my business was that if you are the single point of everything, your business is not going to grow. You can keep all mm -hmm. the profit, but your revenue is going to stagnate at some point in time. Like when you're the bottleneck, right? When like everything funnels through you. Okay. Okay. Totally, totally. And it's easy. That's that's in the very beginning. Obviously, you have to do that. The other thing is that when you get to that certain point where you're kind of hitting the ceiling, two problems happen. One is, okay, I need I realize I need to bring somebody else on board here in the United States. Pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. And a, I a lot of people think I'm being too cheap or something i don't know but i look at ev everybody else who's hiring in-house employees and i'm thinking why would you do that why it sounds so bad i'm 100 i'm ex-military army intelligence 
analyst and I love being in the United States of America. However, um, when you hire employees, it is very expensive and there's a lot of risk. Yeah. And I, when I started outsource, I actually started outsourcing before I even had my uh, actual business. I started in about like 2007. I quickly saw that, huh, that's interesting that in the United States, you're essentially penalized for hiring somebody in the United States, either minimum wage, you're going to pay more. And I'm not knocking, I'm not, I'm not, I actually not of any political party at all. I don't, whatever. So the more of a anarchist libertarian, I guess you would say maybe. <laughs> the, uh, but I'm getting penalized by how expensive it is. But then also, especially in California, you have so many taxes, so many regulations, mm -hmm. so many opportunities for the people who work with you to do really bad things to you. I ha have friends who run very large businesses over here that you, if you come to California that you've probably eaten at because there's so many of them around who they let go of an employee the employee said it was wrongful termination and they lost millions and millions and millions mm -hmm. of dollars. Ugh. just the yeah. way it is and right. so, so those two factors for me immediately i said i there has to i ended up reading the four hour work week which mm -hmm. a lot of people have read and which gives you no it just gives you the mindset shift but gives you like no practical no tangibles yeah <laughs> <laughs> a lot of books do that yeah totally i'm like i'm like this sounds great and then i go yeah. out and <laughs> exactly and i mess up like for two years and then figure figure out whatever it is but uh i read that book talked about outsourcing and i started just figuring out how to outsource and so yeah i essentially what pro sulum is is a lot of people don't know how to outsource there's places to go there's upwork there's hubstaff talent there's onlinejobs.ph there's a whole bunch of different places you can go right now and get people now you have to figure out how to hire them now you have to test them and so on so it solves that one problem so it's kind of, we we have these types of people that you essentially work with us we give you someone who's dedicated and they work with you however the other thing that comes and it, along with this is how do you lead these people? How do you train these people? And that all comes down to building out documented step-by-step -step systems, which is a whole problem in, in, in and of itself that we could talk about or something. Um, and through, and what these guys, what my guys specifically do is you show them what you're doing already. They'll document it step-by-step exactly what you're doing with pictures and everything to where literally your grandma can you can hand it to your grandma and your grandma can come work for you and do whatever it is you need need her to do so that you're not sitting there training them you're not yeah. spending hours and so on so this person literally is like out of the box will duplicate you will do essentially everything you're doing other than that like one percent that really truly only you can do because it's your personality your twists in who you are and out of the box and that's how you're able to start saving time massively and do the things that you want to do. I love it. And what I love too is 
right? We started backwards, right? This has been a fun exercise, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) We started backwards. And what you, what we also lifted was your, your ideal target audience Mm -hmm. is going to share very similar to how we started this. They are, they are selfish with their time. Mm -hmm. They are giving with their knowledge, right? Whether it's a product or a service or what have you. Um, but they're still only like Dean and like Steph, one person. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question, um, and we'll 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 wrap things up because I know I've kept you longer than I said I would. Um, my question is, you know, there are numerous agencies and numerous businesses that you know support in this way, or or different. You know, I'm sure you have a really different um, element, but. The ones that I see that are really thriving and doing well are the ones that throughout their brand year after year after year, they really instill their why and they instill yeah. that passion so purposefully. So how have you with Pro Salam, how or Sulam, how are people feeling that or seeing that? Um, how do you bleed that through the brand intentionally? Yeah, that's a great question. It, uh, the, it, it really goes along with what you do and which i sucked at so badly when i first started literally pro means for everyone and oh, okay Latin. and that's like the worst marketing and branding you can have <laughs> that's not very targeted <laughs> <laughs> seriously so that was 2009 when i made that sounded cool and i was like yeah i could serve everyone i could pierce and it was so dumb it was just but it, i kept it and, it and it's worked but yeah so it's cool because so for me two two uh how do i want to say it obviously being stingy with your time and understanding of systems and i know it's probably where like there's so there is kind of like a lot involved there's a great book out there called work the system it's free uh, if you go to their site it's i have no affiliation with with them whatsoever they just changed my life because when it, when it comes to to a guy named Sam Carpenter, and in fact he uh, he said he was going to be on my podcast a, a couple, like a couple years ago, and he flaked and never. I, oh, we'll have to send this podcast to him and <laughs> get on okay. Dean's show and yeah. then come on Steph's show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you on my show. Now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we will uh, send this to him then. <laughs> But yeah, there, one of the things with having the that like stingy with your time mindset is realizing that the only way you can really delegate, it's the only way that Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, Mark Cuban, mm-hmm. Mark Limonis, Mark Limonis is probably the one that brought, brings it most to the mainstream is that you have to have process. You have to have documented process. Videos don't cut it. You don't see somebody behind the fryer Right. Like pressing a video thing at a McDonald's. No, like they have documented, this is how long you do whatever. Right. And so that book changed my life. And the reason why I bring that up to answer your question is all of my marketing from the time you hit the page to, uh, to the emails that go out, everything rel- pretty much is based around systems and systems mindset when you schedule a discovery call with us whether it's at freedominfivminutes.com or prosulum.com either one you like we will literally kick people out if there's a there's a i don't i don't want to 
cheat it. But if someone says, so there's a answer where it's simple. It says, Hey, do you have, do you have a, a standard operating procedure? And if they say no, that's fine. But the next question is, is it important to you? Yeah. And if, if it's not, then we will say, well, go to my out desk. Uh, we'll, we'll just fit, go to my like they're an agency or Belay or one of these other ones, because you have to have, you have to realize how important systems are. If you're going to start delegating, it's, I always tell people, think of what it was like when you first started your like first job, if they didn't have their own little process of how you clean, how you do this, it would be very difficult for you. And, and, and when people, when someone just says, Hey, just go do this. You're a, you're a social, you're a branding expert, Steph, just go brand. Like <laughs> I, can take my, just, this is my company. Go do it. I don't ask me questions. Don't, right. don't ask my, yeah, that you're going to be like, uh, okay. And then you come back and show them something and they're like, that's not what I wanted. You know, it's, it's, it doesn't work. And so for us, if you're not systems mindset and, and if you don't have that systems mindset, if you don't have like time Nazi mindset, you're going to be kicked to somebody else. And it's, it's funny. Some people are like, you're going to get rid of clients and prospects. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't want, you're going to hate me. I'm, I already don't like you yet because we don't have not, not like you in the sense of you're not a good fit. Let's just yes. say, yeah. uh, you're probably a great person, but I don't, I know I'm not going to like you as a client. I just right, know right. I can feel it. And so I'd rather just give you to somebody else and then you can go try them out. And sometimes yeah. we'll come back and it is what it is. I can't help but like point out though your name is hilarious now that I know it's for everyone. <laughs> and you literally just told me how we get rid of half of them. <laughs> <laughs> is that <gasps> it's okay, Dean. It's okay. <laughs> we'll keep this between you and me <laughs> and the listeners. It is so that is so funny. I didn't even catch that one too. Like I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> But I think what what if I, you know, if I put my branding hat on real quick, uh, to me, though, what you provide to clients is truly for everyone. But mm -hmm. the key factor isn't that, you know, it's not for everyone. It's do you value it? Totally. Right. And so when someone comes in and says, Dean, I don't value this, then mm -hmm. it's not that what I offer isn't for you. It very much is. Yep. You just have yet to realize the value it plays in your business. Totally. And so until you're there, we're going to, you know, politely have you go here. And when you're ready, we'll be right here waiting and for you to check mark. Yes. <laughs> that's so true. It's so good. And it's so funny because that's exactly like, it's like, it, it, that's exactly what the, the kind of the spirit is behind that. And I've had many, many clients, I have had clients who absolutely are prospects became clients who hated me like literally hated me when i kicked them to the curb they were like i've never had this happen before and <laughs> yada, yada. and then they go try other places trying to do the, the thing i don't know they ended up reading clockwork i have like so one well yeah so i have i've, I've had clients where they they basically left and came back they're like oh we get it now all right <laughs> And they've been amazing. I have one client who does 
the franchise uh, uh, franchise development for some of the biggest franchises out there, uh, like fast casual food franchises, who they they literally did not find the value in it at all until they read the book Clockwork at some point mm -hmm. in time. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, oh, this is amazing. All right. Uh, and he's like one of my best clients now. And so, yeah, it's it's uh, it's exactly what you say. It's for everyone. But uh, when they're ready, when they're ready. Yeah, I love it. Gosh, well, um, for any of the listeners who are like resonating, which I know so many are going to be resonating with what you've been sharing, because what you do really applies to any type of business, right? You've got, you've used examples as you know, like food, right? We all eat. And I mean, even my own business is th my business thrives off of some of the services that I know you offer. So there's no one who wouldn't benefit from having a conversation with you or, or I guess working with you. So if somebody is listening with the audience is wanting to connect with you, what is the best way to do that? Um, I know you have, a, you have many ways. I'll just let you say. Yeah. I mean, the two biggest ways are uh, freedom in five minutes.com. There's like a masterclass on there that kind of goes into this whole thing. Um, and prosulum.com, which is P-R-O-S-U-L-U-M.com. I literally have to spell that out every podcast episode that I do because no one will be able to spell that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, those those are the two places. And uh, there's like a cool little documentary, like a whole Hollywood production on prosulum.com that goes through all of this type of stuff. It's pretty cool. And, I love uh, it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll make sure in the show notes that you guys have those links. Um, and I totally get you on spelling your name. Um, Vim is fun. <laughs> but hey, we make it work, right? Yep. Well, thank you again, Dean, for coming on. This has been the most fun impromptu flip of the script. Pretty sure it's going to become a staple for the show. So I love that you helped me with that. And uh, until next time, we'll talk to you all later. Steph here. Thank you so much for listening to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. If you are a successful business owner and you lead your business with passion, we'd love to feature you on our show. We'd love to share with the world what makes your business great and how you have intentionally led passion throughout your business. Also, if you got any value or little tidbits from this episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode and share it on your favorite social media platform. Be sure to tag us so we can properly thank you and we love deepening our connection with our listeners. We are regularly putting out new episodes to feature leaders such as yourself who lead with passion on purpose. So be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss any future episodes. For more episodes, guest information, or details on the show, please visit getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. That's getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. Once again, I'm Steph. I am the owner and creative director at Vim. And thank you for listening to the show.